I'm trying to get somewhere. <laughs> I'm trying to get somewhere that's real and pure and true and eternal. Toby, can you go with your boy? Let's go. From the American Missionary Church, Apostle Joel Obobisa will inspire you with anointed, practical, and down-to-earth Bible-based teaching that will refresh, energize, and motivate you to do your best for God. Join the Apostle now as he ministers the Word of God. All right. Now, right now, I want to go into the Word of God, and I want to share with you how you can become a devoted member. How to become a devoted member. Amen. Amen. Right. Now, um, um, in every church, there are three types of members. You know, or in your journey towards uh, becoming a devoted member, you go through three stages, right? Now, stage one is what we call the dear stage. You know, dear stage just because your behavior at that stage is similar to that of a deer. Do you know what a deer is, <laughs> right? It's, you know, it's like an antelope, you know, you, all right. So once you know what that animal is like, you know, you know, we learn a lot of things from animals. So no one should feel insulted or anything like that. The Bible calls Jesus the lion of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> you see, yes, and he's also called the lamb of God, isn't it? So he's also likened to an animal. Now what is interesting is that while Jesus is compared or referred to as the lion of the tribe of Judah, the devil also, the Bible says, he walks around as a roaring lion. <laughs> do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so from the one animal, we learn things that show us what the devil is like and that show us what Christ also is like. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So it's very common in the Bible. You know, the Bible says nature teaches us. It says, doth not nature teach you. There are a lot of lessons that you can get from just watching nature. Nature is life untouched. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so you learn, that's why the animals, they don't have doctors, they don't go to um, a psychiatrist or anything like that, but they just, even when they get pregnant, they don't see any obstetrician or anything like that. And they have their babies and they're all, you get it, yeah. So that's nature, life, in the raw, <laughs> you see, before we interfere with it, you know, so we can learn a lot from animals, right? So one of the, the first one is the deer stage, right? Now, this is when a person initially becomes converted, you see, and when a person becomes converted initially, he behaves like a deer, you get it? Now, what is a deer like? I'm sure that <laughs> none of us probably knows anyone who has a deer as a pet. <laughs> yes, because it's very difficult to have a deer as a pet. You know, a deer is an animal that you see only occasionally. Do you get it? And when you see a deer, the deer looks at you and is surprised that you have seen him. <laughs> you get it? He's actually surprised that you got to see him. You know, so sometimes he would stand at that distance and stare at you a little bit. You get it? And he's surprised, first of all, at your interest in him. You know, and he's wondering, what, what are you going to do next? <laughs> you get it? And any move you make next, the deer just takes off. You see, yeah. Their whole thing is now you see me, now you don't. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So when a Christian is at the deer stage, they behave in a much similar way, which is that it is very difficult 
to relate with such a Christian. You know, today they are in church, tomorrow they are not. You get it? So now you see me, now you don't. You think you are seeing the person and you think you are seeing the person. You know, sometimes I'm right here and I see some people as I'm preaching and I think, oh wow, right after the service, I'm going to talk to this person. Then I said, shall we pray and have a communion or something like that? And we're standing here and I turn my back to the church and we are all watching prophet as he leads us in the communion. By the time we say, amen. The deer is gone. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in a place where I get to see a deer and I'm just thinking, you know, let me just get my camera and get a good picture of the deer. And then you reach out for the camera and by the time you put in your password and unlock the camera, there is no deer. That is it. There's just grass. <laughs> Do you see? Yeah, you see that the deer came it has already vanished. <laughs> That's just how they are. <laughs> Very difficult to tame. Never tamed. You never see them. If you get to come close to a deer, it's because they've been wounded by an accident. Do you see? And that makes them not able to help it, but just to give you access to them. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. But you shouldn't wait for that to happen to you before you interact with your shepherds. Do you see what I'm saying? You shouldn't be somebody who runs away, someone who disappears, someone who is in church today, tomorrow, you are not, you know, won't answer your phone, won't return any messages, you know, won't respond to any text messages. It's like you don't exist. Your whole policy is, you know, Pastor, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> don't call me, I'll call you. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? You know, the thing is that God loves us and God wants to care for us and God cares for us through people you see what I'm saying yes the Bible says in Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want I shall not want that means all my needs are met by the Lord through the shepherds that God um, gives to us. In fact, the Bible calls Jesus a chief shepherd. Do you see? Yes. He says, the chief shepherd in 1 Peter chapter 5, it says, the chief shepherd, when the chief shepherd comes. Do you get it? Yes. The chief shepherd. Now, you can't have a chief of anything unless you have many others. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Anytime you call someone a chief, you see, he says, when the chief shepherd shall appear. You see, so when there's a chief, let's say a chief resident, means there are other residents, yeah. isn't it? In the hospital, you, you get it. Or when you say this is the chief driver, it means there are other drivers, but this is the top man of the drivers, isn't it? Yes. Or even the chief of a village, you know, there has to be people. He's just that number one person. <laughs> Do you see? Yes. So you can't have a chief of anything if there are no others. Do you get it? So once you talk about chief shepherd, you should be looking for the other shepherds. It means there are many other under shepherds. There are many other people that operate as shepherds over God's flock. Are you getting the picture? Yes. They are called different names. They are called elders. They are called shepherds. They are called basenta leaders. They are called deacons. You know, in different churches, they come with different names. But they all do the same or similar work, which is the work of caring for God's people. Amen. Amen. Yes, God intends to care for you, you see, through the people that he appoints over your life. 
And you need to allow that care. Do you see what I'm saying? You need to allow that care. God, you know, read Psalm 23. Put Psalm 23 up. Let me show you something. It says that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I shall not want. That means all my needs are met. Do you get it? Then he goes on from verse 2 to break down how come you will not want when you accept God's shepherding over your life. He said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. You know, now if you're a sheep, of course, if the Lord is my shepherd, then I must be sheep. He doesn't have to say, the Lord is my shepherd and I am his sheep. You get it? No, you see, I don't have to say, I don't have to say, Reverend Monene is Sister Ivana's husband and Sister Ivana is Reverend Monene's wife. I just have to say one. Isn't it? Yes. And if I say one, it implies the other. So if the Lord is my shepherd, if he accepts to be called shepherd, you must accept to be called sheep. If you are the mine. Does it make sense? Oh, yeah. Yes. So if, if, and this one psalm is a psalm that many people like to claim for themselves. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Most people know how to recite this psalm. Who, who knows how to recite? Yeah. You see, a lot of people know all the verses in this psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. And the favorite part. Yea, though I walk. <laughs> yeah. That's the five-star part. <laughs> yes. You get it? Yes. So people like this psalm. But for you to bend, and, and it's a good thing. Because it is true. But if you want to benefit from this psalm, then you need to embrace the conditions. Number one is that the Lord must be your shepherd. And if the Lord is your shepherd, then you are accepting also to be his sheep, not a deer. <laughs> because deer don't have shepherds. <laughs> have you seen any deer around anybody's yard? <laughs> you get it? No. Oh, do you see the way people walk their dogs? Have you seen anybody walking their deer? <laughs> you get it? There's no one who walks their deer. Because nobody owns them. They are owned by the state. Yes. And that is it. Even the state can't find them. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So you have to accept the shepherding of the Lord. Do you see? He says, I shall not want. And I will not want because look at it. Look at the next verse. Next verse 2 says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures is bliss for a sheep. You get Because sheep eat pasture. And not some lean looking pasture but he said green means it's rich do you understand yes but to experience it you see it says he maketh me you have to accept his making you see what i'm saying it's not even something the sheep is doing by themselves but you know he is making me do something, and the result is that I get to experience green pastures. Then he says, he leadeth me beside the still waters. You can see that all these experiences you can't really have unless you are actually tame in some way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. If this psalm was written by, let's say, anybody's pet, like a pet dog, it would make sense. Because the dog will be saying, he maketh me to lie down. And a lot of dogs can be made to lie down. Isn't it? Yes. He leadeth me beside still waters. Yes, a lot of dogs are led in those ways. So what it means is that God wants us to be tame. 
do you see? He wants us to settle. He wants us to yield ourselves to the care of the shepherd. Do you see? And then he goes on and he says, he leadeth me besides the water, he restoreth my soul. You see, yes. And that's one of the important roles of a shepherd in your life. That's one of the things God does through the shepherd, which is to bring restoration. Restoration of your soul. Which part of you is your soul? Your soul is the part of you that responds do you see? It's the part of you that interacts. Do you see? Yeah, that's your soul. Your soul is like the part that receives the Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> do, you, do you see what I'm saying? That your device is dead without that signal. There's something that is beamed from somewhere and there's a part of your device that picks that thing. You see? And is able to let the device express itself and relate with the rest of the world. That's your soul. Wow. Are you understanding it? Yeah. Yes. So he says that he, and that soul, so it's the part of you that cries, is the part of you that is sad, is the part of you that takes decisions, is the part of you that gets depressed, is the part of you that doesn't feel too good, a part of you that can't explain what's going on. You, do you see what I'm saying? When you meet somebody and you're interacting with them, you're dealing with their soul. Do you, do you see? Yes, you're dealing with their soul. You know, if you slap them, it's the part that says, ouch. <laughs> it's the same part that wants to slap you back. <laughs> so when you have somebody whose soul has not been refined or tamed by the word of God, you have a lot of bad experiences with that person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So he says, he leadeth me, he restores my soul means that he puts my soul back together. You see, he puts it back together. He restores it. He makes it function well again. Do you understand? Then he leads me in paths of righteousness because I bear his name. You get it? Because you're a child of God, God is obliged to teach you and to guide you in paths of righteousness. You know, paths of righteousness means pathways that enhance your righteousness, that improve your righteousness, that makes you do more right things in his sight. Are you getting the picture? Yes. And he says he does it for his namesake. Then the next verse says, And though I walk through the valley or the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. You know, this is one of the most important roles of a shepherd in your life, which is that he is with you. Do you understand? Yes. Sometimes just to know that your shepherd is there. You know, you know, one time I was transferred from one of uh, the churches where I was pastoring to another one. And then one person came up to me. When I announced it, the person came up to me and the person was crying and saying, Oh, Papa, so you're leaving. I don't even know. And I was just looking at her. I said, By you, you don't even come to church. I mean, the whole time I've been here, I can count how many times you've been to church. Now I'm leaving and you're crying. <laughs> you see, what fakery is this? That's what I thought. But she told me something very important. She said, you know, I know I don't come to church, but it's always comforting to know you are around. Yeah. You see, and that was something that, you know, I didn't really think much about when she said it. But later on, I realized that there are some people whose value in our lives is just that they exist. That's it, that he's there. I can call him when I need him, even though I will not call him. Or even though when he calls me, I will not pick up, you know. Yes, there are some people, they get a call from the pastor, they just put the voice, and they can hear it. Sorry, I'm not available to take your call. Please leave a message. And they are waiting to hear what the pastor is saying. 
And then first, hello, uh, hello, Susan. I, this is Apostle. I just called to see how you're doing. I hope you're coming to church on Sunday. And she's standing by. She's laughing. <laughs> you know, but she's assured that the pastor is around. Even the fact that someone knows your number can be assuring. Even for those who don't pick up their phones. Do you get it? To come and see a missed call, they feel blessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the thing, yes. It's such a blessing to see this missed call. Wow. Okay, pastor called me, that's enough. You see. So God wants to care for you. And the, the list of the benefits here is that you will start to enjoy even his presence the existence of the shepherd but a deer does not allow that do you get it yes a deer does not allow that and so you never find a deer you never call and get a response from a deer you know because that is the least mature christian and that's the least in the series do you see now let me quickly tell you number two number two stage when a person graduates from the stage of a deer the person now enters another stage called the goat stage <laughs> the goat stage <laughs> you see and one of the main differences between the goat and the deer is that the goat comes closer <laughs> do you see the goat comes closer the goat is not afraid so much when you're approaching it you see yes in fact the goat would stay until you are trying to catch it <laughs> she get if if you want to really catch it it will say now you're going too far <laughs> do you see what i'm saying so at that point it would not even take off but it will move a little bit it's like why do you want to control me why do you want to tell me what to do do you see what I'm saying the goat can come close a goat one doesn't mind being in your yard being around and so on but just wants to live life on its own terms do you see what I'm saying yeah you see so when you're a goat this type of the Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down. No, I lie down when I want to lie down. If a goat was to write this psalm, you get it. It will say the Lord is my shepherd, and that is really cool. Then verse 2, it will say, I will lie down when I want to lie down. Isn't it? Yes. And I will eat green pastures if I want to eat green pastures. And I will drink waters when I want to drink waters. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm saying? That is the main difference. The deer, you will not even get them. But the goat, you will get them. And they'll say, okay, okay. But I'll see you when I see you. Yes. Now do it when I want to do it. Do you see? Yes. This whole thing about leading me, he leadeth me in paths of righteousness. No. Gods are adventurous. I will find the righteousness myself. <laughs> when I need your help, I will come to you. That's it. Yes. I will define my own standards of righteousness, whatever seems good to me. You know, yeah, a goat will say that, you know, it's, it, it, it really varies from person to person. You get it? Yes, it's not, there's nothing like the word of God says, oh, no, 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 please. It's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, it's what? Your perspective. Yes, yes. And so some of these things are personality driven. You get it? Yes. Of course, maybe you are a cool person. I'm, I'm a hot-headed person and I like things a certain way or whatever. That's, that's how it is. There's no general cause of action or way of behavior or behavioral code that a goat submits to. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Yes, that's why you don't see them as often. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I can bet you that if we were to go out from here to look for a sheep or a goat, you'll find a sheep sooner than you would find a goat. Yes. A goat, you may get to a house, a goat lives there, but it's gone out. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> yeah. What is it doing? It's looking for food. It's looking for um, nourishment. I mean, just check. Even some of the goats go out just looking for girls. <laughs> Yeah. If you see some of these he goats, you know, they're just looking for girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, so being tame, I mean, I happen to have grown up in a home where we had some few goats, you know. I mean, they would jump over the fence. Any attempt to contain them just doesn't work. They jump over the fence and they go to the neighborhoods just on exploration. Yes. They just want to know what's, what's in the neighborhood. You know, from girls to food to whatever. They just, they just like to be in charge. You know, they feel more secure that nobody is leading them. Do you get it? And many times it leaves them hungry. Because you'll find that the sheep are provided for Whereas the goats try to provide for themselves. Do you see? And they have a hard time. You know, they are stoned by other people because, you know, sometimes you see the goat has gone to destroy somebody's garden. Yeah. You get it. This person has planted his new flowers and so and the goat has eaten all. You get it. Yes. <laughs> because he thought it was part of righteousness. <laughs> That's it. You see where he's standing. <laughs> and when it's a mountain goat, it's worse. Yes. Because they are into adventures. You know, yes. When you have a mountain goat kind of sheep, they go to the most dangerous of places. Yes. No, Pastor, not a problem. I'll be at the club on Sunday night. I'll be in church on Sunday morning. What do you care? You just want to see me in church on Sunday, and I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> so the goat will go to the club Saturday, do whatever, and Sunday morning come to church, and the goat is very tired. Hey, you see. But to, that's what the shepherd is trying to say. So you will, will come. But, you know. What time does the service start? 11 o'clock. Okay. You see me right around 12.30, I'll be there. <laughs> yes. Look at them, you see. Dangerous places. You know, yes. This is a real dangerous place to be. But a goat does not find any danger there. It's like, look, we're just living large. <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> YOLO, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the land of the free and it's the home of the brave. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm going to stay at my boyfriend's house tonight. But, but I mean, not a big deal. Not a big deal because I'll be strong. <laughs> yes. You say maturity classes, so we'll be there. <laughs> Do you see the thing? But this is, you never see a sheep in this kind of place. You get it? But these guys, because of the horns they have, <laughs> they have a lot of confidence for taking all kinds of risks that ends up not working out for them. You know, I've seen one of these animals get attacked by an eagle. Oh, yes, and it's, it's horrible because the eagles have a strategy. They fly and knock this thing over. Yes, and once it starts falling, it loses control of itself. 
you know. So can you imagine, by the time it tumbles down and down on these hard surfaces and just keeps coming down, I mean, it has head injury and all that. And all this time, the eagle that pushed it down is still around. He's just waiting for it to land, injured, and then she just picks him up. Yes. And sometimes the lives we live play us right into the hands of the enemy. Do you see? There's some of us who live very dangerous lives. We sit around with people who are doing drugs and we are saying that no, we will not do it. It's just, they're just my friends. Do you see what I'm saying? But you're trying to wean yourself off these same drugs. And yet you continue to hang around people who are doing it. You see, is it any wonder that you are sucked back into it? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Everything you said you're moving away from, you take the risk of coming close to people who are indulging in those same things. So how are you going to grow out of it? Why do you create temptation for yourself? Do you know that one of the prayers the Lord taught us to pray he said, pray that you do not enter into temptation. Because sometimes you fall because you entered into a certain situation. Yeah. Yes. If you were not in that situation, you would not fall. Wow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yes. If you were not placed in a certain situation, you would not fall. Yeah. Yes. You would not fall. You can't fail a test you didn't take. test how do you fail it yeah. failing it is not even one of the options yes so when you allow yourself to be in a certain situation you set yourself up to be tempted and then you start to see you know and when you take a test that you haven't prepared for you begin to fail in fact sometimes within the test you you know <laughs> This is not going to be good. <laughs> this one is not working out. Yes, and it's not even over yet. Yeah, you know that this is not going to be good. Already, you just started. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know I'm not going to make it through this. Do you see what I'm saying? But it is because you are not prepared for it. But if you hadn't even gone to the test at all, there wouldn't even be an issue about you failing or passing. Do you understand? Yes. So the God stage is when people are stubborn, difficult to lead, will not yield themselves to the leadership of the shepherds that God has provided for them. You know, yes. Now I see a lot of people on Facebook writing all kinds of things and campaigning for people not to submit themselves to shepherds. Do you understand? Yes, there are a lot of sheep who want to remain scattered, which is the very thing that Jesus is actually campaigning against. You see, what does Jesus say? Jesus says that he that is not, he said, he that gathereth not with me scattereth. Do you understand? Yeah. Jesus is into what? Gathering. Bringing together. Always. And there's a reason. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 30. Let's do 36. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. It says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. So when sheep don't have a shepherd, do you see? When sheep start behaving like goats, do you see? The effect is that they are scattered. And what is the Lord's attitude towards them? He feels compassion. You're in a pitiful state when you are not under the guidance and the leadership of a shepherd. That is, if you are called sheep. If you're called snake, you're cool. <laughs> yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. If you're called snake, don't even worry about this. You see, but 
Of course, if you are called snake also, then it means the Lord is not your snake head. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Because the Lord is not a snake head. He is a shepherd. He only takes care of those who are sheep. Do you understand? The Bible says we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Do you understand? So anybody who considers themselves, I'm one of the people of the Lord, you also automatically become the sheep of his pasture or of his hand. He says, for he is our God. Is he your God? Yes. Is he your God? Yes. Then we are the people of his pasture. Can you see that? And the sheep of his hand. So anybody who identifies as one of the people of the Lord is automatically identifying as one of the sheep of his hand. Do you understand? If he is your God, then you are the sheep of his hand. This is three names for the same person. He is our God, the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. It is the same person. And therefore it says today, if you will hear his voice, what is the next verse? It says, it says in verse 8, verse 8, harden not your heart. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So we are God's people. You see, and anybody who is campaigning that the sheep should be left, you see, is breaking the Lord's heart. Because when God saw the sheep being scattered, Jesus saw the sheep scattered. The Bible says he felt compassion. He, had, he, he felt sorry. Do you understand? He, Christ feels for anybody that is called sheep that doesn't have a shepherd. He really has feelings, strong feelings. Because he knows what happens to sheep when they are scattered. He really knows it. Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 5. Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 5. Bring that real quick. Ezekiel 34 and verse 5. It says, and they were scattered. Why? Because there is no shepherd. So it means what Christ was lamenting over was the absence of a shepherd. They were scattered because there is no shepherd. And what is the consequence of that? They became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. So anybody who is campaigning for people to be without shepherds, whether they're on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever they're saying it, that person is against Christ against Christ. Why? Because Christ is into gathering. He said anybody who is not gathering with me is actually scattering. And scattering has a consequence. They became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered, not when they were gathered. Say it with me, everybody. Say it with me. Say the, the, Let's read the whole verse together. One, two, three, go. And they were scattered because there is no... Why were they scattered? Why were they scattered, please? Because there is no shepherd. And what is the result of the scattering? Let's read on. One, two, three, go. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field. When they were what? Not when they were gathered. But when they were scattered, and they were only scattered because they had no shepherds. Are you understanding the word of God? Yes. It's dangerous for anyone who is called sheep. Anyone who is called sheep is simply anyone who calls the Lord their shepherd. <laughs> Do you see? And it is dangerous for any such person to be without their shepherd. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. So that is the third type of animal. The first one is who? The deer. Then the second stage is what? The goat. And the third stage is what? The sheep stage. The sheep stage would be the person who 
recognizes that the Lord is their shepherd and that God will shepherd them through people. Do you understand? Jesus describes himself as the chief shepherd and therefore he must have under shepherds. Jesus works through people to feed us, to look after us. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15, you know, the Bible says that uh, verse 315, I will give you pastors. You know, yes. In fact, in certain languages, the word, I think Swahili is one of them. Remember that? Is the word, what's the word, what's the word shepherd? Is it the same word as pastor? It's, it's Nigerian language. Right, right. Yes, but you see that in certain shepherds, you know, you, in certain languages, the word shepherd is the same as the word pastor. Do you see? Yes. A person who looks after sheep, who looks after God's people. And he said, I will give you pastors according to my hand, which shall feed you. Do you see? With knowledge and understanding. I'll give you shepherds according to my heart who feed you with knowledge and understanding. You know, and when a person is described as sheep, when the person is at that sheep stage, they surrender and they yield themselves to being led by their shepherd. Is it correct? What, 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 what did you find out, Pastor Munere? That what? The word? Let me, let me bring, let me bring the microphone close. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's the same word they use. Pastor Mchungaji, which means same as uh, someone who looks after animals. There you go. <laughs> What's the word again? Mchungazi. 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 Is the same word that is used to describe someone who looks after animals. Ask somebody, do you have a Muchungazi? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you understanding it? Yes. We are all sheep. Amen. Amen. And everybody must aspire to be sheep. Everybody must must desire and move themselves to the stage of being sheep. Because all the things in God are accessed as sheep. Do you understand? Psalm 23 becomes a beautiful psalm when you are sheep. You know, and I like how it closes Psalm 23 and verse 6. The last verse, it says that surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Do you understand? Yes. Goodness and mercy, those are the twins everybody needs. They are a kind of Ava and Vera. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what everybody needs goodness everybody needs to experience a lot of goodness isn't it then right next to the goodness everybody needs a lot of mercy 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 oh mercy is what pardons your mistake we are so flawed as human beings we need mercy we need mercy from landlords we need mercy from police officers speeding tickets you know on my way here this morning at some point you know i was on the phone and i got carried away and you know at some point i was just flying (laughs) then i just went past this police (laughs) officer who was parked by the side of the road and the word that occurred to me was mercy that's what I need, you know. And you know how when you pass him, you, you know, you tap the brakes now. 
there's a part of you that doesn't want him to think it's because of him that you are stopping <laughs> you get it at the same time you know you don't know whether you should continue or not pretend that you were not over yeah exactly and that you were just doing your whole thing it's just about some 10 seconds of mixed feelings yes but the strongest part of your mind tells you what you need is mercy mercy please don't come after me yeah and then you just check in the mirror to see if he's still back there yes yes and you see that he's still there yes you go a little bit and you continue <laughs> we all need mercy we all need mercy oh yes Mercy is what will make us not reap every seed we have sown. You get it? Mercy will cause some of the seeds we planted just to die. Yes. Yes, boiled seeds. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do you understand? But this is for sheep. So may you all be sheep. Amen. Amen. Let there be no deer in our church. Amen. May we all transition from deer through goats to sheep. You are allowed to skip goats and go straight to sheep. You get it? And you are allowed to start as sheep and finish as sheep. Stand to your feet and let's bring the service to a close. Everybody close your eyes please And let us pray Just take a moment and just pray that God will make you Sheep In the name of Jesus Father we pray That you give us the heart of a sheep The mind of a sheep the attitude of a sheep in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit yes breathe over your word let your word have free course in the name of Jesus and we are the people of his pasture just as sheep of his hand just as sheep of his hand come let us worship and bow down come let us worship and bow down let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel, let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. For He is our God. Sheep, just a sheep of his hands, just a sheep of his hands. Thank you, Jesus. Now, as we close this service this afternoon, maybe you are here and you know in your heart that you're not saved. You know, God wants to save you there is no need for you to continue to live life on your own terms 
God wants to draw you closer to himself and bring you in nearer to himself. And so I want to help you to come to God. If you want to give your life to Jesus this afternoon, I want you to raise your hand. Maybe you're online, maybe you're listening to us on the podcast, but you know in your heart that you need salvation. You need to be saved. You need Jesus to come into your heart. You need to become one of his sheep. This is your chance. And so I want to pray for you. If you're here like that, just raise your right hand and I'll pray for you. Is there anybody here like that who wants to give your life to Jesus? Anybody who wants to give your life to Jesus, just raise your hand and I'll pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want us all to say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and you died for my sins. So, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I want to be your sheep. Please forgive me. Forgive all my sins. Let your blood wash me. And let your blood cleanse me. And make me a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, I, I want us to join our pastor as he leads us to have communion this afternoon. Right? Now, if you said that prayer and you meant it, would like to help you and give you some more information on how you can live the Christian life. Amen. How you can grow in Him. And so, if you just send us a text at the number on your screen, I believe God will send someone your way. Someone will contact you and reach out to you and help you with the information you need to develop your Christian life. Amen. But right now we're going to have communion. Communion is a very special moment in every service because the bread stands for the body of Jesus Christ. And the cup is called the cup of blessing because its contents represent the blood of Jesus. That's how we're forgiven. That's how we're cleansed. That's how we're restored into the right relationship with God. The bread is how we're healed and delivered from all kinds of sicknesses and diseases and curses that plague our lives. So this is a very special moment and a very special part of our service every Sunday. And I want to invite all of us to participate in it and to do so with faith, to believe that as you participate in this little ceremony, something supernatural will occur in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we want to join our pastor as he leads us in this communion. Amen. Thank you. May this blessing, the cup of the Lord, the blessing of the bread, yes. bring life and healing to you. Anyone in a hospital, anyone with an accident, anyone with any kind of plague or curse, undiagnosed diseases, pains, headaches, fevers, in Jesus' name, all forms of dizziness, receive healing as we take and partake of the body of Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus. The body of Jesus.
the blood. May you be covered with the blood. Amen. Forgiven by the blood. Amen. Washed by the blood of Jesus. This is the Lord's doing. His forgiveness of your mistake yes. and of your sin. The blood of Jesus is yours at this special moment. Receive blessings, receive forgiveness, receive help from the Lord. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands and receive this blessing. I see someone running, but I see the Lord giving you speed. Amen. You are running faster than expected. May the Lord help you Amen. and yes. give you supernatural acceleration. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone that is on a race of some sort, the Lord grant you the winner's speed, the speed of the winner. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Whatever you have been slow about. Yes, Jesus. And have delayed about. Yes. The Lord grants you speed to cross. Yes. To cross. Yes. Every barrier. Every barrier. Every range. Yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see a girl running. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like God has even lifted you above the ground. Yes. So that. You seem not to be running, but moving, yes. moving fast. Yes. Moving fast. May the Lord help you to move in fast. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Fast. yes. May you escape the enemy. May you escape anything that chases you. Yes, Lord. Anything that torments you. In the name of Jesus. Anything that harasses you. Yes, Jesus. You are granted divine escapes I and receive. divine exemptions. I receive it. I receive In the name of Jesus. Amen. And now. Lift your two hands and receive what I call an answer. I receive it. To delay prayers. I receive Prayers about things that don't seem to in be the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Lord, whatever has turned into oh, a chronic problem. Yes, Lord. A permanent problem. Yes, Jesus. It seems to have become a lifelong problem. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the yes. name of Jesus. I pray. Yes. By Matthew 18, 19. That when two shall agree, yes, mm. it shall be done. Yes, Lord. We agree that anything which wants to turn into a permanent problem today, today, we cast that thing to wither. It shall not become a permanent problem in your life. Yes, Lord. Anything that is beginning to assume residential proportions, yes, Lord. Residential proportion that is now part of. Existence, mm. my God, we banish it from this in the name alive. Jesus. We yes. command, yes, Lord. yes, Lord, the curse of the Lord, yes, Lord, yes. rest upon it. In the name let yes. it wither, let it wither, and let it, let it wither, let it, let it vanish, let it vanish in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anyone in pain, yes. physical pain, yes, heart pain. Mano, mano. Pain in your soul. In the name of Jesus. The Lord says, I am the palm of Gilead. Yes, Lord. I'm the healer. Yes, Lord. I'm the healer yes, of Jesus. every pain. The healer of every, every pain. cause of pain. Oh God. Receive it now. I in Jesus receive name. it. May your pain suddenly subside. May the pain that is giving you thoughts yes, Lord. and fears yes, Lord. disappear from in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, Lord. Of Nazareth. Yes, Lord. This is the Lord's doing. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. I receive the it. The Lord make his face to shine upon I you. Receive it. The Lord help you. Yes, Lord. Help you move. I receive help. Help you to move faster. I receive and help. And overcome yes, Lord. in everything. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Jesus. The Lord give you peace. I receive peace. The Lord make his face to shine on you. Oh, yes, Jesus. The Lord take away the curse from in your the life name of Jesus. and replace it with the blessing. Yes, Lord. Yes, command Lord. the blessing. We command the blessing for everyone who is part of this church service. 
for this Sunday yes, and Lord. the days ahead. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. And everyone said, in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Who prays for you matters. Amen. So we thank God for our pastor's life. Amen.